And we are back with another episode of Chin Music. I am your host, David Juusti, and joining me as always is my good friend, Kyle Johnson, uh, also, also known as Jans. And Jans, I was thinking about this today. I'm not really sure if I know the whole story about why you are Jans. I just kind of call you Jans. You are Jans to me, but I don't really have any <laughs> reason why. And... I, I don't either, to be honest. I think, like, my name's Kyle Johnson. Like, throwing, a J, like, just a Jans in my last name doesn't make a lot of sense. But I have to credit our good friend and teammate, Connor Jones, on that one. <laughs> I think freshman year, he just kind of, he, you know, we were just talking. And he's like, I'm going to start calling you Jans, and it just kind of stuck. And, like, for people who know Jones, he's just, like, he kind of signs a nickname to people. And for some reason, it, it always seems to stick. Yeah, I mean... So. I'm just rolling in with Jones's it. world. I was Chaz for for a while, and I'm not really even sure how that one came about. But a lot of people were calling me Chaz, and you know, I was okay with it because Jones is Jones <laughs> is the type of guy that you just kind of let it happen, and it you let it's it all happen. Good. And the big news for this episode is joining us is our former teammate and current Lafayette starter, JP Woodard. JP. We heard that you have a pretty interesting name in high school, nickname in high school. Uh, what was that, and how did how did you get that name? <laughs> uh, the name was uh, Big Wood. Um, so, <laughs> if we're, we're just being blunt here, uh, I was on the heavier side in high school. Uh, currently, I'm uh, happens six six, uh, like almost two twenty five. Um, you know, good weight, good balance. And then, uh, in high school, I was six, six, two thirty five. Um, but I also front squatted like 150 pounds and, uh, threw 78 miles an hour. So, uh, a little different weight transformation back then. So uh, a couple kids older than me used to call me B- big wood because Woodward, the last name and you know, the weight. We, we can attest to that too. J- JP, you might've made one of the most like transformative changes in just a freshman <laughs> how much weight did you lose your freshman fall it's like an absurd number uh oof. yeah it's been a uh quite the uh progress with uh, all the transformations so i was 235 coming in obviously really bad weight um by the end of freshman spring i think i was like 192 or something like that so <laughs> i went from like a fucking anti-freshman 15 super chubby yeah (laughs) Yeah. super chubby kid to uh being able to almost be blown away by a light gust so i mean it was (laughs) and then it was uh, wild it was wild and now i'm back at like 220 225 but it's a lot better weight than it used to be so yeah uh, yeah cool man yeah jp definitely has come a long way in in terms of baseball and in terms of weight clearly um so jp i mean my first question for you is obviously coronavirus ending a season i i can't even imagine what that was like so my heart goes out to you and the boys i was obviously really sad to see that especially me and jans have such close ties to you guys and pour one out for yeah the i mean I'm gl- yeah yeah that's not the way you want to see a season end i just want to know what was it like I mean, where were you when they told you it was over? What was it like? Like, what was the team's reaction? Kind of stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so we were supposed to play Georgetown that weekend in Florida. So it was our spring break trip coming up that weekend. Um, so that, that sucks. Everyone was excited for that. You know, you guys know the beginning of the year is a grind as a Northeast school going down oh, to the yeah. Carolinas. And I didn't pitch in a game over 
like 48 degrees. All three of my starts were like 45 and below. <laughs> Davidson Classic. was like pouring rain and sleeting. Um, Northeast baseball right yeah. there. So we were all excited to go to Florida. And the way we found out, um, I was actually <laughs> sitting on the toilet and I got an email from, <laughs> from Coach Kinney. Uh, and I was like, I screamed at Colin and uh, Colin, uh, a teammate, and uh, Tyler, another teammate who were just chilling in the living room. That our our trip got canceled and Byerly um, kind of put the accent in. We were we were really and this was before we knew like how like severe this whole thing was. Um, yeah. And we were I mean we were so angry like we were just like this is crap like this is our like pinnacle of the year going to Florida it's gonna be awesome like bonding trip. And then I think it was later that day or maybe it was the next day that they canceled uh, the Patriot League because the Ivy League was first. And we saw that, and we pretty much were like, if the Ivy League got banged, the Patriot League's probably next. And then the Patriot League got banged. Yeah. And then it was just a whole mess. I mean, we were just like, what's going to happen? Like, all the rest of the schools are going to play. And then by the end of the night, like, the entire college baseball season was canceled. And within 48 hours, I think the whole country was shut down. So. Right, yeah. It made it a little easier. It was still, it like, it's it still hurts. Like, I can't believe we were home for three months, and, like, our season would be over by now, unless we were in regionals. Um, but like, it's just been, it's just been a blur. It's been wild. Like taking yourself through that day, you're basically saying over the course of like 24, maybe 48 hours, but probably even less, like just like one step after another. So like spring breaks canceled. And then like a couple hours later, you're like, okay, well, entire seasons are canceled. And then it just, and then it just trickled down and snowballed into just, I mean, everything really, um, and yeah, it's crazy thinking about that. But segueing off of to that, so like now that we've talked about like that week or day and what's changed since and like I'm just interested on like what is it like being a college baseball player right now? You know, like what what can you do? What's training like? What are you kind of preparing yourself mentally for and and just kind of any any insights into the state of college baseball right now from from a player like yourself? Yeah, I mean, the first week or two, um, at that point, we didn't know the whole semester was going to be canceled. We just heard from the president that it was going to be like a two-week break. Um, But most of us had a general idea that we would be gone for the rest of the semester. Um, So the first week was just getting home and kind of staying safe and really just like watching the news all the time, seeing what like what's happening. But once it settled in, like it was kind of over, the season was over. Um, The mentality for me was kind of, you know, all I can do is control what I can control and get back to work. So uh, luckily I have a really good setup with my trainer here back home in Baltimore. Um, and he reached out to all the kids that he trains and said, obviously gyms are closed and everything, but uh, he put together these at home programs um, for each kid. Like they were specifically designed uh, mobility and, you know, like I didn't have any weights at home. So like it would be like doing a pistol squat, like holding a towel that was tied into a door um, and just being creative around the house Um I was doing like, I was using like blankets as sliders on my hardwood floor, um, things like that, just to just to stay in relative shape and um, keep all that strength and mobility. And then I also had a friend at home, luckily, who uh, we would meet and throw like five times a week at a turf field. And now that it's kind of opened back up a little bit, um, I've been throwing some live ABs, um, which has been good. And uh, we're allowed to have outdoor gyms now. So my trainer actually moved all of the racks and weights outside into the parking lot. And we've been doing that, um, which is definitely today was 93 and sunny. So it was a little, it was a little tough, but it's better than being at home and, you know, having to use like a 
a milk jug as a weight um, or like a counterbalance yeah. or something. So yeah, you definitely have to get creative out of that. Yeah. Yeah. So you can control what you can control at this point. I mean, that's really been the attitude the whole time because there's highs and lows. There's times I'm like, all right, like, gotta move on to the next chapter. And then there's other times like, man, why did this have to happen to me? Like, this was our year. You know, this is like breaking out year for all of us and myself. Um, but at the same time, like, you can't, you literally right. can't do anything about it. Um, so there's no point in kinda, getting Kind of going off that, JP. I mean, obviously, you're preparing. You Your goal is to get to the draft and to be drafted. And, uh, obviously, there's some big news surrounding the the 2020 MLB draft this year, with it being shortened from 40 to five rounds. That's obviously a significant cut. It's going to be virtual, just like the NFL draft was. I mean, my question to you is, how has that kind of changed your path at all, and has it changed and, it significantly? And yeah, so some background too for the listeners out there. JP was coming off a. A season in the Cape where you're throwing in front of a bunch of scouts, and I mean that's that's like the pinnacle summer league in baseball. So like this is this is for someone like you, this is a very legitimate discussion you're having with yourself going into the season. Yeah, so the, obviously the draft is normally forty rounds. Um, if you're around baseball, you you know that. Um, but they made a decision. I want to say a month ago, maybe two months ago, that the draft is only going to be five rounds instead of forty. So. It's like, I think that's 85% of the draft or something like that. Um, right. So at that point, just like going back to what I said about controlling what I can control, like it was it was definitely heartbreaking because um, I'm definitely like, I was definitely like, for being honest, I was going to get picked. It was just a matter of where. Um, right. And, you know, not being like a top two or three round guy. Um, I knew that just being from Lafayette and, you know, kind of popping up on the radar starting last year. Um, so, you know, at that point, it's still going back to controlling what I can control and being ready. Um, right now, I really don't know. I mean, the draft is a week from today, but the way it works is I'm really not going to have any idea until maybe even the day of. Um, so it is five rounds, but it's going to look completely different. I mean, I've heard from right. scouts, uh, my advisor, coaches, that no one really knows who teams are going to pick. And the rankings at this point are kind of out the window because, you know, there's bonus deferrals are like a big part of it. Um, there's a lot of high school kids who aren't going to, uh, want to sign because the money's pushed back into the future um, and a lot of teams are going to be willing to spend less money so you know if you're in the fifth round and you know you're halfway through the fifth round and a team tells a kid like look you can either take you know 100 grand where they would normally get 300 grand um, or you know we'll sign you in two days for 20 grand which is the max on free agent signings um, you know that kid might not have a choice or they might go back to school so it definitely changes the dynamic of it all um, for me though it's kind of just been trying to stay in the moment and uh, be ready because uh, you never know. I would say, you know, there's definitely a chance. Um, but if it doesn't work out, uh, you know, then it's moving to the next decision uh, about signing as a undrafted free agent or going back to Lafayette, um, right. which there's a lot to think about with that too. But that's kind of been my thought process so far. Yeah, man. Wish you the best with all that. Yeah, man. A lot to think about and good luck with all of it for sure. Thank you. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a lot. All right. Well, moving on to a little lighter note, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna play a little game here, boys. Um, so what I've arranged here is I've got seven players. Um, I'm just gonna they're former and current players, 
and I'm going to say their names. You got to tell me what round you think they were drafted in. Whoever's closer gets the point, and we'll play first to four points. What, are we doing like a buzzer system here? Or like whoever just like. I'm, I'm going to let you answer first just because I don't want the audience to be suspicious that James <laughs> knew the answers. <laughs> All, right. All right. All right. So the first player that I have on my list is Nolan Ryan. Oh, this is. Uh, I saw this on Twitter or something that this is like a catch. Because I've seen, like, a lot – so I think it's the 12th round or something like that. But, like, it apparently wasn't the 12th round. I don't I don't know the whole story, but I know there's, like, an asterisk next to it. Because, like, okay. when they shorten the draft – Okay, well, JP clearly knows this <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was – I have 12th round, so that was yeah. pretty spot on. But there's right something there, – yeah. you guys should look into that because there's something that's, like, not right about that because everyone was like, oh, like, all the Nolan Ryans and Jacob DeGroms aren't going to come into the draft this year with these late-round picks. And so I'm like – I think it was – Jeff Passon or some insider was like, actually, that's false. Like the draft is way different. I don't know how it worked. I know there's an asterisk next to it. It's something. Either way, all right. So JP has one with an asterisk. Then yes. (laughs) The next person is Mark Burley. Oh God. He came out of Missouri Junior College. Yeah. Which I I want to visit Missouri Junior College because I feel like some hype stuff goes down there. That is probably <laughs> not, a great place to have on. a good time. There's probably a whole <laughs> lot of baseball and not a whole lot of school yeah. going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, geez, I don't know. Chance, you I don't know. Uh, I'm just gonna guess Mark Burley. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna say he. I'm going to say he was like a 25th round. Yeah, pick. I was going to say late. Oh, I was going to go upper 20s too. I'm going to, I'm going to go later. I'm going to say the draft was longer back then. 41st. Wow. All right. JP does take it. It was the 38th round to the White Sox <laughs> in 1998. JP, were you even born in 1998? I was that year. That was, <laughs> okay. that was my birthday. <laughs> I yeah, was, Burley, I was Burley has late Burley has late round written all over. <laughs> yeah, him. Just like, like crafty lefty. lefty. Yeah. <laughs> this one I had to to double check because I was like blown away by this. Mike Piazza. Oh, oh, JP get now, no, Jans, buzz get, it in. Yeah, go, go, ahead. go ahead. I'm gonna say 44. Okay. No, it was, after, it, was, it was after that. Uh, like 52nd <laughs> or something. <laughs> 60 seconds. Oh, Damn, yeah. Jens, he's running away. There were 62 rounds. <laughs> That's what I looked up. So I was like, what then, the fuck? The draft went as many rounds as they wanted. Like, there was right. there was no limit. Oh. So, like, there was one year, I think they said, it stopped. like, teams could stop whenever they wanted. I think they said, like, the Yankees picked, like, 82 players that year. Like, it just kept wow. going until the team wanted to stop. Man. Do you wonder why people don't watch the entire MLB show? <laughs> yeah, the ratings right, then, off. Yeah. Next one is Wade Boggs. This was in 1976. Is this it, is wasn't the man he an who Oriole? crushed. Uh, I, I mean, he may have been an Oriole. He was definitely drafted to the Red Sox. He's he a guy who crushed 64 Boggs. beers in a cross-country flight. Oh, <laughs> jeez. Uh, uh, no JP, you go first. Wade Boggs, dude. I have no idea. Uh, tenth. I, I, I couldn't okay. tell you. Jans, I think he's better than the 10th round. I don't know about you, though. <laughs> Jans, he's a point. <laughs> Is he, was he a first-rounder? No. What is Jans, this? Jans, damn it, dude. <laughs> you still won, JP. It was seven. Let's go. <laughs> right, was, Wade Boggs was pretty good, though, you right? You just said first round. Yeah, no, he was, yeah. Jans, if um, you were... Right, I was, we're oh, finishing my people, though. I got three more. We won't keep score anymore. Just guess. All right. Albert Pujols. He was high. I know he was high. Mm, I think it was like 11, right. 11th or something. 
Wow, that's close. That's close, James. He's not quite there, though. Dude, when you have nothing else to do, like, like you see tweets about the draft. Like, yeah, I guess you've been yeah, looking at the draft a lot more than us. Was he, like, a 10th rounder? I don't know. Not quite as good as that, but, like, close. <laughs> what is this? Is this a pity game? What's... <laughs> 13. 13. Do, I have, a, do I have a point? Dude, no, it's 5 I'm, nothing, I'm dude. You have two people left to get a point here. Damn. All right. John, I mean, he has been probably just reading tweets about it, Like, the as the first. news came out, there was all these, like, salty people, like, because you're reading off, like, all Wait, the you... famous names who went, like, late. And so, like, that's what people right. were, like, bitching about was, like, oh, there's not going to be any that's the article I got this from. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it. I was figuring you're going to intertwine, like, a few first rounders. Yeah, no, that's what I thought. Or maybe one. No, dude, then, there's, like, there's diversity for sure, but, like, not everyone's going to be, like, obvious. That's yeah. the point. All right, next person, right. John Smoltz. 25. I'll just do a safe guess. That's 27. Ah, uh, 22. <laughs> Let's go. Bro, right. oh my god. Last one, here. dude. This one, this one is a newer player, 2002 draft out of University of Illinois, Curtis Granderson. 27th. Oh, here we go, Jans. Here we go, Jans. Here we go, Jans. 17. a boy, Jans. It was the third round. Wait, what? I thought it was wait, late. Yeah. Out of, wait, wasn't it out of UIC Chicago? Or yeah. You... Okay. No. I thought he was late. I, it says University of Illinois Chicago because he donated the field there. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's yeah. a dope 2000. field. Yeah. All right. Well, that was almost a clean sweep, but out of boy, we gave him a pity right point. Right Let's yeah. go. Nah, he, Let's go. he earned it. Curtis Granderson, <laughs> my guy, my fucking guy. His fucking boy. <laughs> All right, <laughs> JP, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it was great to have you, and obviously wish you the best of luck with everything you got going forward. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, appreciate thanks, it. JP. Appreciate it, man. All the best. All right, everyone, thanks for listening, and don't forget to check out Chin Music underscore podcast. We're out. Mm-hmm.